0: Steelers fans, welcome to another episode of the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix. It's Jeremy Betts back with you again for the final episode of the 2021 Steelers Fantasy Football Fix show. As always, brought to you by the good people at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. If you are a Steelers fan, it's the place to go for all of your Steelers information whether that is podcasts articles about the team about the goings-on of the draft and free agency and the playoffs everything you need to know in regards to your Pittsburgh Steelers and a uh, league-wide from a Steelers perspective you can find it at behind the we are excited to bring you so many different uh types of of content and uh, hope you enjoy it all check it out it's been an incredible fantasy football year guys 2021 brought us a lot of ups and a lot of downs it was uh big performances unlikely heroes big time busts um so many different things we saw in fantasy football in 2021 and we're going to talk about several of those in this final episode for 2021 winners and losers of the season that was all right we're going to talk winners and losers go through five different winners and five different losers from this season that had an impact on all of us that played fantasy football so without further ado let's jump right into it we're going to talk some winners first and then we'll take a break then we'll come back and See what the losers section has to offer us as well. And what we can learn from both sides of things. Starting off, number one, my first overall winner. The big winner of the 2021 fantasy football season to me is Cooper Cup. And by extension, Cooper Cup Fantasy Owners. 439 PPR points in 2021. Let me read that again to you. 439 PPR points. That's... Is insane production. Cooper Cup was on an absolute tear. He could not be stopped in any way, shape, or form. The Los Angeles Rams wide receiver put up 25.85 points per game. That's 25.85 PPR points per game. Wide receiver that has not been done in a long time. 439.5 fantasy points. That led all fantasy football players and he was the only non-quarterback to surpass 400 points and only one of two players total josh allen was the other one at the quarterback position to surpass 400 ppr points in fantasy football in 2021 that is elite production in every sense of the word He is, like I said, the number one overall player in fantasy football and will probably be the number one overall wide receiver drafted in 2022 based on his performance this year, all things being equal and remaining the same going into the upcoming year. Absolutely incredible season. Deserves to be mentioned here with the winners. Uh, Number two are Najee Harris owners on championship week specifically, week 17. All right, I was one of those Guys, and we all know what happened. Ben Roethlisberger's last home game at Heinz Field, Monday Night Football, last game of the week. It's championship week for fantasy football player or fantasy football leagues, most of them. And uh, on the Steelers' last real play from scrimmage, Najee decides I'm going to put this game away. I'm going to put this game on ice. And he rushes for a 37-yard touchdown. 9.7 fantasy points on one play. Now I'll tell you what, I'm not going to lie. This is an actual true story. I was down by 6 points right before that play in my championship and I ended up winning by 3 points because Naji Harris took it in for a score. I could not believe it. It was the most insane ending in fantasy that I've ever experienced. And I will never forget it. It was absolutely fantastic. The uh, My opponent was not happy in any way. <laughs> but uh, that just kind of added to the enjoyment of it for me. Because, man, it sure did make him mad. And uh, it was such a good feeling to, to see that happen. And for me to be a Steelers fan and my one of my favorite players on the team, rookie running back Najee Harris to do that for me in fantasy and to do that for the Steelers and for Ben Roethlisberger, man, what a night that was. Probably one of my favorite Steelers moments, favorite fantasy football moments of all time. Absolutely has to be. I can't be the only one that this happened to as well. So if, if this happened to you, you got to let me know on Twitter, at uh, TheBets93. Uh, hit me up there and let me know if this happened for you as well. Um, number three winner uh, for the 2021 season for me is Jamar Chase. And specifically, Jamar Chase's dynasty owners, all right? A lot of people, after the off-season storylines of drops and um, terrible practices and just not being fully there and all in, a lot of dynasty managers were like, okay, let me see if I can flip this guy that I just drafted. Uh for a pick next year or another player that I know is, is good. If you made trades and got Jamar chase, or if you drafted him and kept him and you have him moving forward, you are a genius of Epic proportions and you ought to be congratulated. Jamar chase is going to absolutely destroy in fantasy football for the foreseeable future with Joey Burrow back there, throwing him balls and that c- communication and uh, um, chemistry that they have built, uh, he's going to be unstoppable for years to come. If you're a Jamar Chase dynasty owner, you're in good shape. Uh, my number four winner is actually a position group. It's the tight end position. Uh, look at this, guys. It's, it's, in, it's crazy compared to previous years. 13 tight ends scored 150 150- points or more PPR points in 2021. That number was only 7 in 2020 and only 9 in 2019. We've seen a, a a pretty substantial increase in viable fantasy options at the tight end position, and that is something that we have needed for years. Man, just last year in, in 2020, there were Uh, Only a a couple really good tight ends. Uh, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, uh, Mark Andrews was good. (coughs) Excuse me. But this year we had some rising stars joining those top-tier guys. Uh, Kyle Pitts and Pat Friarmuth being rookies. Uh, They were both in that uh, 13 players to surpass 150-plus points. Uh, TJ Hawkinson... um, Noah Fant, uh, guys like that are are up-and-comers and and, uh, putting together solid performances, building year after year, and uh, are up-and-coming to be top-tier fantasy tight ends for years to come. And uh, that is good news for fantasy football, and that is why the tight end position is one of my winners for 2021. My final winner is uh, Debo Samuel's position flexibility. This could be a big deal for fantasy sports. Uh, specifically fantasy football, um, where you have a guy who basically was equal in participation in two separate positions and was elite in both. Uh, Debo Samuel had seven rushing touchdowns in his last seven games played. He's a wide receiver listed, uh, and uh, but played so much running back uh, in that time frame, that he had that many scoring opportunities and and put it in the end zone uh, on the ground, and also he was com- incredibly productive as a traditional wide receiver with a fourteen hundred receiving yards. Um, he's he's on his way to creating a new hybrid position for fantasy. Uh, they talked about him being a wide back in the Pro Bowl, and uh, that is. Really intriguing, something to keep an eye on moving forward for fantasy purposes, uh, an interesting development. Debo Samuel uh, changing the game a little bit uh, at the wide receiver and running back position uh, in the fact that he plays both consistently and succeeds at both. Uh, Fantastic player. All right, that is the winner's list for 2021. When we come back after the break, we're going to go through some losers We're going to see what we can learn from those losing situations as we move into 2022. And then we'll wrap it up and say goodnight, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. And welcome back to the Fantasy Football Fix. I got five losers for you. Five guys or situations that were not good in 2021. Number one is Christian McCaffrey, drafters, buyers in 2021. 2019 for Christian McCaffrey was historic. 30 points per game PPR in 2019. That's unheard of. That is insane. Uh, and he did it. He put it together. 2020, consensus number one overall pick for the most part. Most people were like, we're taking McCaffrey. It doesn't matter. If if, if he's there, uh, we're taking him, but he's going number one overall in most leagues. Um, He played three games and was injured for the remainder of the year. 2021, you were hoping that didn't happen, right? You were hoping, all right. Come back with a bounce back. We're going to see how he does. We're going to get get this role. We're going to get a Christian McCaffrey back. He is the number one overall pick again. 2021. It's got to be. And then he only played seven games. Injuries absolutely derailed his season. Even though he was taken number one in the majority of drafts, uh, he did not live up to the potential and the reason you spent picks on him number one overall. And uh, it gives... Uh, for the future, some uh, some respect for injury, some uh, extra thought going into that type of thing, especially at a at a position where there is such damage taken during gameplay, and uh, players tend to break down a little bit quicker in their careers. So, Christian McCaffrey buyers were. Uh, on the losing side of things in 2021, and that is unfortunate. Another uh, 2021 loser is injuries for star players. Uh, We already talked about McCaffrey. Uh, Derrick Henry missed the majority of the season. Um, Lamar Jackson was in and out for the second half of the season, mostly out. Cam Akers missed the entire season because of uh, an Achilles tear at the beginning of the year. Chris Carson missed a bunch of time. Calvin Ridley was out for most of the year uh, due to a personal issue, yes, but um, still missing a lot of time. And uh, Though he's not necessarily a superstar, a a solid fantasy producer, Juju Smith-Schuster on our own Steelers team uh, missed the majority of the season because of an injury. Injuries were killer in 2021. You had to make a lot of adjustments if you were a fantasy manager this last year. And if you succeeded in doing that, making the right adjustments, taking chances on players like Elijah Mitchell, um, guys like uh, Devontae Booker, who stepped in for Saquon Barkley when he was hurt and played well, um, filled in some slots for you. You know, if you played that well, you probably were very successful in your fantasy leagues. But if you got hit too hard with that and couldn't rebound, It probably ruined your season. So that was definitely a big loser for me in 2021. Hopefully some of these guys can stay more healthy. More of these guys can stay healthy in 2022. My third loser, Steelers fans, this one hurts a little bit. It's Chase Claypool. Such huge expectations for year two. But, man, if we've ever seen a sophomore slump, we saw it this year out of Chase Claypool um, based on the expectations. Now he, he had almost, uh, identical receiving yardage numbers as last year, but the touchdowns dipped from nine receiving touchdowns in 2020 to two in 2021. And, uh, that was a huge component of his game and a part that we thought would continue into 2021 and be a reason why he scored a lot of fantasy points. But I think, uh, he had a lot of missed opportunities, um, Some of it due to injury, some of it due to just not making the play. And then uh, he was hurt a lot by um, an aging Ben Roethlisberger behind center. I believe that. I don't think he was able to be used the way his skill set was designed for in this offense. Big plays, uh, working the deep and intermediate portions of the field as a big body threat. And uh, that could be something that goes in his favor with – the changing of the guard there at quarterback. So something to keep an eye on, but uh, Chase Claypool's 2021 is definitely one to uh, throw in the scrap heap and uh, start afresh in 2022. My fourth loser is rookie quarterback's fantasy production in 2021. Rookie quarterback stunk up the joint (laughs) for the most part for fantasy football uh, this last year. Mac Jones was the highest scoring rookie quarterback and he finished the year as QB 18 and scored a meager, mediocre 224 fantasy points from the quarterback position. Um, it's not really usable fantasy production. Uh, spot starts for injury and uh, streaming option, maybe. But Mac Jones of the rookie class, this highly touted rookie class, uh, was the only one to, to uh, rank in the top 20. Uh, Trevor Lawrence came in second at 23rd overall, uh, QB 23. And then Davis Mills, uh, Zach Wilson, and Justin Fields came in at 29, 30, and 31, uh, respectively, in quarterback rankings in 2021. That's not good. Excuse me, that is not good for uh, rookie quarterbacks, highly touted guys, with the exception of Mills, who kind of came on strong at the end of the year, put together a pretty decent rookie season f- as far as expectations go uh, for him. And then you've got Trey Lance, who didn't really even play that much uh, behind Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, as much as we thought he would anyway, uh, maybe even taking over that job halfway through the season. We thought that was an, a possibility that never happened, but... uh you know, we got to hope for a rebound in the sophomore years for these guys. I think you'll see some of these guys bounce back. They have the talent to do so. Fields and Lance with their rushing ability could be huge fantasy producers. And then Lawrence and Wilson both have the acumen and the ability to be good quarterbacks in this league. So we'll see how it goes. But for 2021, it was not a great show from the rookie class of quarterbacks for fantasy purposes. My final loser, and a guy that probably bit a lot of us uh, after having drafted him rather high, is uh, Allen Robinson, wide receiver for the Chicago Bears. He was drafted as a wide receiver one in a lot of cases. Uh, A back-end wide receiver one, big-time wide receiver two, you were thinking, man, if I get Allen Robinson as my wide receiver two, I'm sitting pretty. I've got two potential wide receiver ones going into the season. And, uh, man, an absolute dud of a season for Allen Robinson. He finished as wide receiver 81 in PPR leagues and only had two 2 double-digit point weeks in PPR scoring. That's insane for a guy who was touted as a top-tier wide receiver for 2021. And uh, it did not work out that way for Allen Robinson. That's why he makes the loser's list for 2021 But, you know, something to to always remember with fantasy is nothing is guaranteed. Uh, You're going to have ups and downs. You're going to have players that perform. You're going to have players that underperform. And Robinson kind of falls into that latter category, unfortunately. But it is what it is, and you make adjustments, and you uh, hope that these players can bounce back and be uh, producers in future years. Well, I've got to say... Uh, before we wrap up this episode, that I have thoroughly enjoyed doing this fantasy football podcast. I'm a new podcaster. Uh, Really appreciate Jeff Hartman and Brian Anthony Davis and Dave Schofield and all those guys giving me an opportunity to uh, talk Steelers football, talk fantasy football, two two things that I really love and uh, enjoy so much. And I love getting to share that conversation with Fellow Steelers fans, so uh, this has been an honor and a blessing for me, and I'm looking forward to some more opportunities to do podcasts in the future. Andrew Wilbar and I, like I talked about last week, are starting up a draft uh, podcast starting this coming Monday after the Super Bowl. So go on to behindthesteelcurtain.com and check that one out, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, we'll have an episode for you following the Super Bowl, focusing in on the off season. And specifically prepping for the draft. We'll talk a little bit of free agency. We'll kind of give you the full spectrum of what the Steelers could be looking for. Looking forward to doing that with Mr. Wilbar and uh, getting digging deep into the NFL draft. A big draft for our Pittsburgh Steelers in 2022. So I hope you'll tune into that. I hope you've been enjoying the Steelers fantasy football fix. We'll come back with this, I think, uh, in 2022 uh it was fun i I hope it was helpful to you and we're gonna keep that in mind for 2022 so with all that being said i hope you have a great wednesday afternoon i hope you have a great weekend to follow it's gonna be a great super bowl week if you're rooting for the Bengals, that's fine steelers fan or not uh they're a, a great story this year if you're rooting for the rams You'd like to see Matt Stafford get a ring? You'd like to see Cooper Cup uh, put this final put a bow on this uh, fantastic season? Um, Then you know that is great too. Personally, I'm going to be rooting for the Rams. I grew up a Georgia Bulldogs fan, and Matthew Stafford was a fun watch for me as a Georgia fan growing up. And uh, I'd like to see him get a ring; be really cool. So, root them on, root. On this weekend during the Super Bowl. Enjoy football while it lasts. It's about over, folks, and we won't get it again for a while. So, hope you have a great weekend. That's it for me. Jeremy Betts signing off. Talk to you later.